What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm J-Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 3, Episode 21. And it's called Chapter 56, The Dark Secret of Harvest House. Oh, I like the way you said that. It was so, like, mm, Halloween-y. Thanks. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups. And your recap roundups, you guys have been sending some mm. on Twitter. Um, so be sure to stick around for that. And as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let us get into the episode, y'all. Let's get into it. But before we get into this week's, I just want to say, uh-huh. like, thank you to everyone who commented on their predictions yeah. last week because we got a ton of comments on our YouTube video. Lots on, of like, conversation. Who you guys thought the GNG King was. You know, is Jason coming back? Yep. Is Chick coming back? So it was like a busy, busy episode for us, I think. And it was exciting to see. I'm really to excited see. to hear. I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say about this episode and your discussion points. Are you guys satisfied? Are you not satisfied? Because um, we got a few answers this episode for sure. Yeah. What did you think of the episode in general? Um, I think it started off a little weird. But then by the end of it, like I wasn't mad. Like yeah. I was I was okay with it. The last 20 minutes were, were really entertaining, especially with yeah. the fight scene and then especially with like the Varchi versus Veggie moment at the end. I was like, "Oh my Whoa. god, of course you'd love that." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you just need that. Yeah. Like you need those like tense moments for sure that's not just about like a freaking call leader like cutting into your body. Like it's it's a bit more real. <laughs> yeah. So it yeah. it feels Anyways, what did you think? I liked it too. Um, I will say that I'm happy that we're coming to a bit of a conclusion for this season. Uh, this episode answered so many questions, but in a very enticing way. Like, there was a lot of stuff that uh, seems to be cl- slowly closing up, which is exciting to, to watch. You know, we've invested our time and our, you know, watching time into this show for this whole season and to see things start to finally fill in um is it's it's i guess the what fulfilling to watch i guess um i will say that i almost kind of wish we got to see more of the farm earlier in the season like i honestly i I wasn't really hating the storyline of like it being like this like organ donor like freaking cult thing but i was like i wish i had more time to sit with the horror of this for longer and I right. think it would have just built like this more of like this more scary thing thing that I would see the farm as. And now I'm like, it's almost done. Like we're going to. Yeah. Like the finale's next week. And like, I'm sure it's going to like drip into season four. But I kind of wanted to see more of it. Like Betty uncovered a lot of things this episode that she I feel like should have come up yeah. at some point in time in the season. For sure. But there's no hints of it at all, all season until this episode. It really. So you're like. Oh, yeah. so this is what the farm is doing. You're you're like you're wondering if like she's been taking different angles this whole time and this is the angle that really made the most sense. So I'm glad that it all gets resolved, but at the same time, um I am I am I'm with you. I feel like it should have cut probably it, been It very um, much felt like they didn't know where they were going with the storyline. Like it really did feel like yeah. they started the storyline. They had no freaking idea where to take it. What really was behind the cult, the farm and the cult. And then I feel like at some point in the midway of the season, they like changed it to this because you're right. Like there was no inkling of this whatsoever no, not at all. of being a freaking like organ, like bang thing. Like yeah, it's just, yeah. it, it, I'm down for it, but like it would have been cool if like we got little tiny hints at it for sure because now it just feels sure. like they just rushed it and they just kind of like thought of a cool ending for it yeah 100 percent. so we're gonna break this episode into three major plot points the first one is archie and veronica and their mission against hiram the second is jughead's storyline with him discovering who the gargoyle king is as well as betty's storyline um with her at the farm so uh why don't we start with our our boy Archie and Veronica. Sure. And get through all that. So Hiram has a quick conversation with Hermione. Um, I just feel really sad that Hermione She's slash like- Marisol Nichols is now in five seconds of every episode, every five episodes. Yeah, like she's really like, like they've really brought happening? down her character. Like really. Yeah. And it kind of like sucks. she's negative. Yeah. She's not even. Oh, yeah. There. She's negative. Like, yeah. 
why even bother have that, having that scene? Like, that's the <laughs> thing that she didn't even have a speaking part. Like, she was just like, but Hiram, don't. And he's like, nope, <laughs> that's too bad. And then she, he literally shuts the door on her face. Like, she doesn't do anything past that. And it's like what we said a lot of with this character specifically. She had this ramp up last season of her potentially being like the leader of the gang and she's the evil one. And she literally, when I say flatlined, I mean like Jason <laughs> like Blossom flatlined. <laughs> negatory like flatlined. <laughs> well, like negatory flatlined. It's funny that you're saying Jason Blossom because he might not be dead. So That's true. And I'm hoping that uh, her career comes back to this too because that's crazy. You know what? That they it, just kind of like left it and just really quickly i know a lot of people like because we do you know like joke and hate on the show sometimes but like people always say like if they weren't doing this what would they be doing i'm like they could be doing like 10 million other things because their (laughs) cast is so big like there's alice there's hermione now there's mary there was gladys like there were so many storylines they could have explored in like a more realistic way with all of their characters coming together it's just sure. I, I don't see that as an excuse. Their cast is way too big to ever run out of ideas. So, you know, yeah, like she's she's MIA this whole season, basically. Absolutely. It's just sad. Um, so yeah, he basically says, You're not a mayor anymore. I'm gonna buy out Riverdale. And uh, Veronica overhears his conversation and then he's like, Mike, drop by and he's like, You better clear out your office because um I'm coming for you, bitch. And that's it. So then it cuts to the Andrews residence and Veronica's just like complaining to Mary and Archie. She's like, "Ugh, my dad is like the worst. And Archie's like, yeah, your dad is the fucking worst. I I know this. It was a moment where I I was like, honestly, another moment. And I know Varchi shippers are going to come for me. But like, it was really a moment where I was like, what do they like about each other? Like, he could not look more (laughs) bored with that conversation. No, honestly, he was like, yeah, Veronica, your dad is the worst. Like, don't you know? Like, he's like, it's like he was so over that convo. And she was just like, I hate my dad. I hate my life. I hate my like rich. It was just it you know felt what it is? so like whiny to the defense of the Varchi shippers i will say that you know hiram really lodged that's no pun intended lodged himself into their relationship and like made him hate for sure. their no, relationship no, for sure you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? yeah so there's a lot of really shitty feelings that he probably feels when he thinks of veronica now and maybe you know, he can't really just be happy with her but in the end he just, wanted like, her but he did want her that's the thing like it kind of came true. back but anyways yeah and we'll talk about that later. So um, Veronica's just trying to come up with some sort of plan. She's like, what if we try to catch him doing something illegal at the Bon Because, you know, we've been doing some like illegal gambling games and stuff like that. And uh, Mary's like, don't worry, I'll put you up with uh, some chick that She's I like, know. My some, FBI like, my FBI friend. Agent. I'm like, I'm like, who is what? Mary Andrews? Like, who is she? Like, is yeah. she part of the secret society? Like, how does she have like <laughs> a female front in like every single sector of like the military government? Like, she's who a part is of the one percent. Like, she's, she's pretty like, cool. Like, I want to know her real life. Yeah. Like, what does she do? She's a part of that whole like organization. No wonder she left Fred Andrews. She's probably like this guy's yeah. too basic for me. <laughs> so anyway, so she gets this woman, uh, Agent or- Ordelia to talk to the kids about this plan and they're like well yeah basically you have to catch him in the act he has to actually be doing it in the moment for us to actually arrest him so like hey hey, hey good idea let's do this so at the same time archie finds out that Hiram is buying the entire town right because and can do so that. he goes and has his plan with veronica and he's like okay let's do this um so he goes into the spa i don't want to call it a spa what's it called like Sauna. a hot room sauna a hot, hot room, room. <laughs> a the room daddy of all room. the hot boys <laughs> the daddy spa and archie comes in and he was like i heard you're trying to take over my town i'm gonna come for you right now let's do this one versus one boxing match and obviously hiram's like so lit for it because he's like hyper masculine and he's like yeah. i'm not soft i can do it i'm like hard all over i'm always it. hard I'm always hard. I'm never soft. So, yeah. So then he takes takes him up on the offer. And then it cuts right to Veronica talking to Hiram and being like, oh, my God, Dad, you can't be, like, fighting Archie. That's so <laughs> weird. Like, what are you dying? And he's, like, already so clouded by his own pride and his ego that he's like, what, you think I can't do it? And she's like, yeah, well, Bonnui, like, people are starting to, like, want to bet and stuff. But I don't want to do that because that's, like, illegal or whatever. And... <laughs> He's he's like you should do it like do it and make some money for like the thing because I you owe me money already and she's like true true I'm gonna do it 
And so she gets, she kind of like puts it in his ear that he, she's going to do it. But then there's like a sly, like wink, wink moment. Cause she's like, <laughs> I'm a catch you daddy. This is the whole uh. thing that killed me this whole time was like her. She's talking about catching her dad, like sending her father to jail. It's just, well, I, I just feel eyes. like even in the end when she's like, that's it, daddy. I won. I was like, are you sure about that? Like, there's no more daddy like visa bills. There's no nothing like, like that anymore. You sure you, you won? You lost your father you again. Sure, so who really won in this situation? I don't think you won. <laughs> so anyway, um, so Archie's about to go out for the fight. And Mary, out of nowhere, she's like, oh, you're going to take down Hiram? I'm going to go watch this shit, too. So she literally goes into she the stands so with She was so cute and excited. Even Archie was she like, She was huh? so supportive. He's like, that's yeah. my mom? Like, what the hell? You know, I will say this is one of the moments that I felt really sad that Luke Perry slash Fred Andrews wasn't there. Because I think that he would have done the same. He would have oh, been like, for sure. for kick sure. his ass. I can't wait for you to see him, like, drop to the floor and, like, I die. do have because, to like, say, though, can't. like, it is kind of exciting to see another parent with Archie and, like... Agreed. And like kind of Agreed. unraveling their dynamic, it is fun to watch because Mary is shocking us. Like she's shocking Archie, and she like is. she's shocking us too. And I'm like, she's pretty, yeah. <laughs> she's pretty effing cool. Like she's got all these cool contacts. She's a cool girl. Plus she's like yeah. supporting him and like whatever he does. So like I'm down for their relationship right now. So she definitely of seems like a cool. We miss mom. Luke, of course. She's a cool mom. You know, she's a cool mom. <laughs> then it cuts to really quickly. Uh, Reggie and Veronica at Pop's diner, and she's like, "Can you help me out with this bust as well?" And he's like. Yeah, sure, no problem. He's so it was kind of random. Cute, man. He's so like, It was cute. I'm just loving it. And on you can him tell so that much. there's like chemistry, like even in like the ten seconds that they were on yeah. screen together, you can it's tell like, like we're Yeah, yeah. We're dating in But real I have life. to like, say, like, it's, it's from him too a lot. Like he's just so he's a really good actor. The lines he delivers are so like it's just he's so Reggie, I feel like. Um yeah, and he for brings sure. something he's he just brings something special to the screen and like seeing him finally in this episode because we haven't seen him in a, in quite a few weeks. I was like I do miss yeah. him in the show. Like he adds this this yeah. other layer that I feel like you need in Veronica's storyline. So So then people are betting at the Bon Nui, everybody's getting ready and so then it cuts to our infamous template that everybody like knows at this so point. So Jaylak texts me on like I forgot what night it was. He texts me he's yeah. like Yo, you're gonna hate this, and I'm like, what? And I couldn't see the message that you sent. I'm like, what's he talking yeah. about? He sends me the pic of like Ras um talking about Veronica singing Daddy Lessons because like Jay Lag knows like that's my fate, that is my track, like, that's that's my go to jam. jam. Like, don't fuck with Daddy Lessons. And Jay Lag's <laughs> like, yo, you're gonna hate this so much. And I was like, yeah, I probably am, but you know what? Let me see how how it goes. Let me see how it goes. Yeah. I get why they chose the song, but yes. she was not meant to sing it. She was not <laughs> meant to sing the song. And like the way they remixed it, I was not down for it at all. I yeah. did like I did like the song and the fight together. Right. It was just her voice like I said, kind of annoyed me. I don't know. It's like their magic like sequence. Like they Which had I a don't fighting mind. sequence Which I don't over mind. the singing. Don't you think by 22 episodes later, because I feel like it happens every episode, that we're a little tired of the same template, like the singing over the fighting? Because I kind of am. I'm, like, I'm the amount of, of times little... that we've seen a fighting montage over singing, it's probably more than 10 times, like, realistically. That's a I little too excessive for it, me. I think I would have liked it too, like... I get why they chose the song because she's like, my daddy won't want me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But like, it doesn't really apply because like, what did he warn you about Archie? Like, you're still in love with Archie. Like, what's wrong with Archie right now? Yeah. Like, yeah, they're just exactly. choosing the song because like, it just has daddy in it. That's it. That's basically yeah. it. Otherwise, it doesn't really apply to their relationship. So whatever. She didn't, I, didn't, like, I will say that I didn't. I didn't mind the version. It wasn't the worst, but it's Beyonce. So you can't really compete with Beyonce. Um, but anyway, so she sings a song and all this is happening over top a major fight between the two of them. So they're fighting and it comes to a point where their gloves come off, literally. And uh, Hiram is living his best life. He's kicking he Archie's so ass to death. into himself. You could tell like Marcus yeah. Suelos, like was so excited to do this scene he's like yeah the amount of sweat like, that was on his body i'm like no they, they kept like putting sweat i feel like on him like he was glistening <laughs> i was like you could see archie's <laughs> reflection in his chest <laughs> yeah well he was so he was really lit but yeah like Hiram as a character he was like this is his apex like he's kicking his like 
daughter's boyfriend's ass like he he's living his best life right now and uh so he's he's like fucking him up really hard and all the while that this is happening you know um veronica is finishing up her song at the bon Nui, and the feds come in during the betting moment and she obviously had this all this all set up so she's like oh my dad's at you know the l whatever champion whatever place it, whatever it's called to like he's fighting a fight like an illegal boxing match so you can go over there so they head over there and Hiram's literally about to like make the final blow and he's like, it's over now, you motherfucker!" Like he's about to kill him and um, they arrest him right away because like Veronica's like, Daddy, don't do it, Daddy, no. Yeah, she like shows and, up just in time. Yeah, and then he gets arrested and he looks to Veronica and she's like, he's like, you betrayed me? And then she goes over to like she goes over to Archie and she's like, "We got him. Don't worry, Archie. It was all worth it. Your ass kicking made it all made all sense. Like now, yeah, thanks. But I was thanks, like, dude. but here's the thing that kills me. And maybe we can talk about this in a little bit more detail. You're right. At the end of the day, yes, it's daddy lessons, but it's more like daddy issues. Like she's That's, gonna have yeah, daddy is- exactly. She's literally sending her father to jail. It's like, not that daddy is lessons. Her end goal. Like, it was daddy like, lessons maybe a little bit in terms of, like, business, but not for, for men yeah. at all. No. And not for, like, not putting your dad in jail. Like, that's kind of tight. I was like, damn. So, it cuts to Veronica in jail uh, visiting Hiram. And he's like, wow, you totally betrayed me. Why did you do that? Just because of a stupid kid. And she was like, it's actually because you lied to me about that fucking deed. So that's what happened. I got pissed because you lied and now I win. And she's like, your whole like empire is going up for auction. And she just like dips at, she's like, bye. And I'm like, this is the most I think that dysfunctional I relationship I can ever experience. And I'm so over them having this dysfunctional relationship. Like I can't wait to get to a place where like Hiram and Veronica like work side by side. Like I'm just over this yeah. drama with daddy. I'm I'm really done with it. And I think I would have really enjoyed more so if like we saw Veronica get to daddy's level. Like I wanted to see her get evil a little bit and like get yeah get like him and maybe we will still see that in the future because like maybe she's just too young right now to like get to that level but like i feel like that would have been a bit more interesting you know i'd be into it if you know he kind of disappears for a little bit and then she becomes this corrupt person yeah and then like they have this face off and the next time they see each other she he goes like you're basically like you're me now now. yeah i feel like that's she's like oh my god my life is crazy right now and i could see that happening with like her and reggie not with her and archie right because like archie would always kind of keep her grounded but but i feel like reggie is more of like the guy where like he'll just do what you tell him to do and he'll just do anything yeah. yeah exactly um yeah so then that happens then it comes to mary and archie and Mary says she speaks a word that I never want to hear be spoken on a television show for oh the rest my of my God. life. She goes to Archie. She says, so you and Veronica were like on fire or whatever. She was like, "You, I think you guys are end game. You should go get her. And I was like, if I hear somebody Even say Archie was like, game, what did you just one say, more Mom? Fucking- <laughs> yeah, she's, he's like, like, he's like, he's like, what the fuck did you say? She's like, I said he end game. So end game, Archie. Do you know what end game means? I'm going to open my law book. <laughs> Do you know what Endgame means? It was like such a weird and like they always it's do like, this shit. They always throw it in uh, there. It's just like she was doing so well. She was doing so <laughs> well all night. <laughs> she had to kill it with And this then line. she gotta say Endgame. Yeah. And then she lost me. Yeah. Oh God and Mary Andrews. So then she says, Go get your girl. That, that was the end. Go get That's your all she woman. needed to say. Go get your girl. Yeah. So she goes. He goes to Veronica's place, oh, and he's like, shit. "Veronica, I got something to say to you." I was I'm a, gagged, uh, and then she's like, "No, I can't no. speak to you right now because no. somebody is in here." It, that that's not how he walked in, all confident. Yeah, and she was even too like, "Oh my god!" By the way, I loved her outfit. I just want to say, like that outfit that she was wearing all night was on effing point. It was like this, like yeah. literally, like cape, like it was just on point. But anyways, he it was walks like in. Met Gala, real totally nice. Mechala. Yeah, he walks in. He sees the champagne on the thing on the table. Yeah, with the two cups, and then he like looks at her. He's like, "Who else is here?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah. like it was so tight." And then she's like, "Oh, she's like, yeah, like Reggie's here, whatever." And then Reggie like comes out. I'm like, 
oh like oh my god so good. and it's not even and it's not even just like oh reggie's here for a drink it's like reggie professes love to yeah. me and i said yes and i love him <laughs> like, like, I, oh, know. Shit. I thought it was gonna stop there like oh reggie just came over to like we're gonna get lit and like have drinks like stay and then reggie's like i came to tell her i love her and archie's <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> so he fucking dips because he's like yeah, okay i guess like, uh, do you want to stay he's like um no i don't want to stay with you guys <laughs> I, I mean i'm still shocked that archie is is still okay with this like uh, but i yeah. almost feel like after this he might not be okay with it i mean he can't be angry though at the same time because they were never together that was right like, that's like his best friend dating his ex-girlfriend like that's pretty tight no man i feel like that's like from time i feel like what do you mean from time yeah they must have squashed it in the sense that like he never was cheesed about it before but now that i feel like archie's life is sort of slowing down and like josie's gone now that he wants veronica back and like now reggie's saying that he loves veronica whereas before it was more of like a fucking relationship now it's right. like this really emotional relationship. So I feel like Archie might be like feeling some type of way. Or I just want this to happen. Because like I really want this drama. Like I don't care about cults and Gargoyle yeah. Kings anymore. I, I This is what I want to see. So, you know, I'm excited. <laughs> okay, let's give it to her, guys. Let's give yeah. it to her. No, I'm down for that kind of drama between the two of them. I think that they're always going to have competition. That is Archie and Reggie's kind of like... And situation think, in the comic yeah. books they're always like kind of fighting and they for fight over Veronica. her yeah totally so so i'm into it i'm into a cordial fight and I, think, I feel like they both respect each other but at the same time like they're also after the same girl so it's gonna be a fun watch if they really push that story yeah i think i think season. you're right i think it's the way archie is he doesn't want to he feels bad for getting upset but you can't hide it like you are upset and, and I think yeah. it'll be interesting to like explore that more in next season. For sure. Okay, so that's that storyline. Let's move on to Jughead's storyline. So it kicks right off from what happened at prom where all the kids fucking died. And so he goes to check out the corner and he was like, how is the Black Hood still alive? And he's like, well, one thing I realized after the fact oh was the hand was not actually like just a hand. It looked like it was a hand that was like sawn off. So it looks like the Black Hood literally sawed his hand off and pretended that he was dead and he's like but why do you do that i'm like obviously so we can fucking kill your girlfriend <laughs> like duh so that's what he decided to do cut his hand, own hand off the one thing that i will say is clearly um fp doesn't know math because he's the one that counted the dead body counts yeah and he's like based on the heads and the people and the people and the heads and you could just yeah, tell you could just tell last week he was counting he was like uh, uh, four plus one equals uh six. I think. <laughs> like he was like fumbling when he was counting. I was like, this guy's not counting yeah, improperly. Like phonics over he's, here. he's he fucking it up. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, whatever. So that happens, and so he calls really quickly. He calls Betty, and he's like, "Is everything going good at the farm?" And she's like, "No, nah, not everything's bad." And he's like, "Okay, cool. I'm gonna go find the gargoyle king now." And she's like, "Okay, good luck. Bye. Have fun." <laughs> So that's kind of like the majority of their conversation. While they're talking, she finds like a piece of like candle wax, like while she watches like the candle burn. And she's like, oh, okay. And we'll get to that later, like what she uses the candle wax for. But we're following Jughead now. So Jughead tracks down um, the person at school who gave the envelope to whoever at prom. To Betty. And he finds, yeah. And then he finds out that it's a kid and the kid is Ricky. So he goes to find Ricky. Goes to find Ricky. He talks to Jellybean, and she was like, "Yeah, he's about to ascend or whatever in Fox Forest." And Jughead's like, "No, we gotta do like save him." So, I, like, he leaves. He goes to find Ricky, and right at that like very moment before he's about to kill himself, I guess he saves him. And Ricky gets so pissed off because he's like, I don't know, homeless or whatever. And he was like, "Fuck you!" And then he gets like the like Boy Scouts to attack Jughead. And then he screams, protect the princess, which I feel has some relevance because I don't think it has to do, or I guess it does have to do with Princess Ethelene, right? She is the princess. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. So, so, yeah. Anyway, he's like, protect the princess. And then he runs into the, like, Jughead runs into the bunker. And this is the question that I always have the bunker always seems to be unlocked. But then people are always in there, like, and then they can't get in when they lock it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't get There's the mechanics been so of that many door. Moments. Yeah, yeah, I I don't understand. So anyway, so they, uh, he gets down there, and Ethel pulls a Star Wars 
line and says, help me, Jughead Jones. You're my only hope. And I'm sure Star Wars fans around the world cringed at that moment. I'm um, sure Star Wars anyway. fans around the world aren't watching Riverdale. Dubs. <laughs> 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 a good point. Or maybe they are. They're comic book fans. Anyway, whatever. Um, so Ethel's like dead ass scared of the Gargoyle King. And he's like, why are you scared of him? And then she says, because I failed the last mission. And so he puts two and two together. She was the one who fucking sent the letter to Betty um, to get her sacrificed or whatever. And um, he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, she just saved you. And now you're playing the game again. Yeah. What's wrong with you? And she's like, well, what had happened was I had left. But then it was like the fake God because it was from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. And that was like another one. And then the real king came through. Like, bless your heart he for like remembering all this real shit. One. Like, bless your soul. How you keep no, up with this shit? I write don't write this know. shit down. Yeah, I don't know. I need to write it down. Yeah, I no. don't. I can't follow half it's the time because like I was insane. like, I was like, there was a false king. When did yeah, we like when was conclude <laughs> that there was a false king? I got so okay, confused. I'm just I'm like, yeah, I guess it. it was like, I, yeah, I'm like running. I'm just running. Running with I'm it. Rolling. <laughs> Let's just go. So. uh Ethel, he's like, just tell me who it is. And Ethel's like, no, but I love him. She's and like, I, like, I love he, he him so me. much. He's my I'm like, boyfriend. Wow, you are so obsessed. And why can't you just fucking tell us the truth right now? She's like, I'm going to wait until, uh, like, you know, the 49th minute. And then I'm going to whisper it into your and ear. Then I'm whisper it into your ear. And then at the 55th minute, you're going to tell B- Betty over the phone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, go. Play it out that way. So then he's like, okay, we're going to end this right now. So then Ethel and Jughead go looking for some, like, next kid who, like, went missing. And he turns out to be in Jackie Jack. Jack. Jackie Jack. He ends up in the junkyard in the old bus. And so they go into the bus. And obviously it's, like, set up that, like, mystery, creepy, ooky, spooky stage. And as they're in the bus, they find Jack. And the Black Hood comes into the uh, junkyard at the same time he sees them in the bus and then he's about to attack them they try to run out the back door everything's also always in slow motion as usual um jughead finally gets the back door open and then he locks the black hood into the bus and the one thing that i got kind of frustrated with was he locks the front he locks the back and then he locks the front yeah and then uh ethel's like that's not gonna hold him forever and i'm like yeah but it's like holding him right now so maybe you should call the police now and then maybe he'll still be in there when they get there you know what i mean like there were so there was two uh, like grown teens that could have taken him on all they needed to do was like grab something if he did break out of the fucking bus anyway did you think that was weird or was that just me I mean, if you want me to say everything that's weird in this episode, we're going to be here for four hours. So <laughs> I'm not, not going to comment. I'm not going to comment. I'm, I, okay. I thought the scene was amazing. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it was an amazing scene. Okay. But um, I'm being sarcastic. But um, oh. what my question to you is. I was like, wow, you're so rude. <laughs> my question to you is, um, who do you think the Black Hood is at that point? Like in that scene, who did you think he looked like? It's 100% Hal. Yeah, right? Like, the body looks like Hal, too. And that's the thing. Like, I'm like, okay, it could be Chick. I I like that theory, too. But, like, physically, he looks like Hal right now. I mean, as we know, at this point, Hal has sawed his hand off. So, even though we haven't seen his face, like, this is his villain mask. Like, it's him wearing his villain mask. We're not going to see him, like, uncover his face. Like, he likes to wear his black hood. So, that's his, like, thing. Um, I'm sure at some point it's going to like actually show who it really is and it probably is going to be him. But just right now, like that's who he is, which is fucking ridiculous when you think about it like that. This was his whole end goal was him to like get into this car accident. And then anyway, I just hope that all those answers are like finalized in the final episode because obviously Penelope is a part of this shit too. And I just want to know like what her role is. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, now that fucking Jason Blossom's alive, like, there must be something connected to all of this. Like, now that, like, it's coming together, like, there must be some connection between Penelope and Jason and baby Jason. Like, what, what, Dagwood, which was the one, Juniper? Did she take Juniper? 
like you have to remember like she has one of the kids and she literally said he's baby jason so so what does that mean that she like grew her child like what does that like what would that maybe she ran away maybe she ran away with jason and now she's like jason anyway let's get to the final reveal so the police station uh jughead and Othello are talking and he's like don't worry you're protected now and she's like thank you so much um you deserve a reward i'm going to tell you who the killer is and she whispers in his ear and then finally after commercial break we find out that it is none other than jason freaking blossom like okay yeah what did you yeah. think of this reveal that makes sense yeah no girl stop doing that <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say like this girl, is some pll shit this is some pll shit right now i mean Why look if they make it make happening? sense if they make it all come and make sense i'm not gonna hate on it but i can't imagine it making sense at this point like this kid has been yeah. dead we finished the story like in season one guys like the kid died like his dad yeah. killed him that was the end of that storyline. Like, why the fuck are we bringing that this back up? And why are we making him, like, the villain of season three? Like, if that's yeah. what's going to happen. We don't know for sure yet. But it's just, it's starting to feel like a weak-ass soap opera with you guys having no, nothing else to pull at. There's nobody else you can give this role to. And him being... Jason and like and it being Jason Blossom, it's just like why would he it kill people? Like why would connect? he come back to kill people? Like if why? anything, he'd just come back to kill his dad, but his dad's already dead or has a twin brother. Like his, I don't know what's yeah, going on with that. Like, dead. So like uh, Exa- I don't know. Like there's no he doesn't have he doesn't have a motive. Like it doesn't make any sense why this would be all of Jason Blossom's doing. Also, this guy was a fucking mute. He never said one goddamn word in any episode ever of Riverdale. So we don't even know what his motives are. Like what is his purpose why did he like why did he do any of this why wasn't penelope the first one to die if it was a revenge against his family exactly why didn't you go visit your fucking sister who's been crying over you for the past two fucking seasons maybe he's not really alive like i still feel like he's not alive but what does that mean then like what do you what how do you maybe they're trying to make us think that he's alive and then it's not going to be him it's going to be chick or something like i don't even know but ethel Anyway, I like yeah. Maybe as Charles if you have to is alive too. Ethel I don't from know. This situation. I don't know. I don't know. I just um, don't know, guys. La- I don't know what to think, and when I don't know what to think, like it's hard to like imagine because I'm like, yeah, uh, like it, this doesn't even make sense. Like, and yeah, why? It's ridiculous why? right now. You know, yeah, for sure. So the final scene uh, for for Jughead at least is he goes to Jason's grave and he digs it up, and then the body is actually missing from the grave. So the question that I have for you and our fans and everybody who's listening and fans of Riverdale and whatever, there was a body that was found in the coroner's office. There was a gunshot wound. There was a body that was found in the Sweetwater River with a gunshot in his head. We saw it in the first fucking episode. That is Jason's body. Who was that then? And why, if Jason's alive... He's not a zombie, so it's not like there's a zombie version of Jason with a gunshot in his head walking around. Unless they just created a doppelganger of him, you know? But then why not just keep it in the fucking casket? You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't you just keep that fake body in the casket just to prove that he is dead? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make any sense that they would have even showed us the body on Riverdale to begin with. Like, if it was a closed casket, then I'd be like, oh, for sure he's not fucking alive. Of course he's dead. But we saw him get shot in a video. We saw him, like, his dead-ass body with a gunshot wound in his head. And then his body's literally missing from the gravesite. Like, it just doesn't add up. Like, you're literally telling me that he's a zombie. He's come back to life. That is what you're telling me right now. And it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, you like, know what? I, I just don't understand. I when you're sitting in the writer's room it. and you're th- thinking of like, you know, how are we going to wrap up season three? What are we going to do? Oh, let's bring back Jason from season one. Like, how does that like, come what? up? How does that come up as a legitimate storyline? Like, I that's what I honestly, I just want to know. Like, I want to call one of the writers and be like, how did that come back up? Why? And here's the thing. A lot of people before this episode aired, like either today or earlier this week, people were theorizing something really big happening. People talking about Chick coming back. Some people were talking about Jason Blossom coming back. And even the writers were hinting at this big bomb drop that like no one is ever going to expect. 
Is yeah, no one expected it because it didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> that's not that's not what your your audience should be like taking away from a gag moment. It should all make sense and be like, oh exactly. shit, that that's, all makes sense. Yeah. It's it's not like oh gag because that would have never fucking happened like, ever. You know how easy it you is know? to create these moments if they don't make sense. I can do anything tomorrow. I can do anything <laughs> yeah. and tell J Lag like, yo, you're never gonna believe what's gonna happen tomorrow. Because I'm just like, going to do it and it's not going to make sense. And he's been like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have seen that coming because that's that doesn't make sense. Like, you can't I just have do believed, that. Like, I would have believed more that the Gargoyle King was actually the Night King from Game of Thrones before <laughs> I thought it was going to be fucking Jason yeah. Blossom. Yeah. Like from season one, who's been dead for two seasons. Like, what is happening? I want to know your guys' thoughts because I feel like I'm crazy right now. But that is my thoughts on that particular conclusion. I, I just I really hope. It all makes sense next episode, but I really I don't think highly, highly, highly doubt it. No. Like 90% of me feels that this is not going to make sense. No. And that's the end of that story. Unless like they're uh, bringing people back from the dead, homie. Like what if he's like creating like Frankenstein versions of people? I can believe that. Sure. I can see like them using maybe the kidneys and all the body parts like to bring Sabrina people back from the dead. that's type shit, you know? Like, but that's, that's not, some Sabrina shit. Yeah, that's not yeah. like Riverdale type of stuff. Like that's a little weird. Yeah. And even Sabrina can bring somebody back faster than they can. Like, what? They're taking, like, fucking a whole season to, like, bring two seasons to bring well, back she's Jason a witch. Blossom. Like, she's a witch, like, so she's cares, got powers. But, like, ain't nobody though. care about Jason Blossom. Like, really? Ain't nobody care about Jason Blossom, <laughs> Like, though. really? We really don't. Like, we <laughs> didn't. Like, I love. Give a fuck. And you're right. Like, the way they hype up the episode, they're like, yo, you guys are never gonna believe. We're like, okay, Jason Blossom, okay. We didn't really ask for him. Yeah. Like, we didn't really care about Jason Blossom. <laughs> like... <laughs> like it's so unbelievable that at this point it's believable you're like oh it's jason blossom yep yeah well it's funny because like someone someone on twitter was like oh my god maybe it's like this 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 person that did it and i was like maybe it's a and like i put a picture of like pll because i'm like this shit is getting so crazy like this shit's becoming like pretty liars like it doesn't make sense everything's running in a circle nothing is what it seems people come back from the dead every day like it's cool it's normal it's totally fine let's let's keep 100 yeah Anyway, let's move on to the last uh, storyline, which was probably which one was of the good. most yeah, exciting it ones. Was, yeah, yeah. Betty's storyline. So first, Betty starts off with uh, at the farm, and she's talking to Polly and her mom and Edgar, and they they did like a twenty three and Me test, and they found out that she has <laughs> the serial killer gene. Yeah, <laughs> she's like this. Alice and is like this. She's like Betty. We found out when you were a kid, when you went to the hospital for a concussion. And Betty's like, okay, what? She's like, you have the M-A-O-H-O-A-M-P-L-19-24-5.48 gene. And Betty's like, what the fuck? That's exactly what I said. I was like, I texted Jay. Like, I'm like, this can't be real. So I Googled it and it was full out fully real for real you can apparently have the serial killer gene i burst out (laughs) laughing like dead laughing like i couldn't stop myself from dying of laughter because yeah it's kind of cool but i don't know like but also it was a lie right are we all concluding at this point that it was a lie so why is alice lying like this dude what's wrong with her why is alice doing it i don't know maybe she i don't like that's a pretty like harsh ass lie to tell your daughter that's true i feel like i honestly feel like a lot of these characters are pushing themselves way too far like kevin fangs the shit that they have done in this season it's like so ridiculous that i'm like you guys have to die at this point like you guys cannot come back from this moment at least ethel is like somewhat redeeming a little bit but like they are just they're just like off the rocks and i'm like i don't know how they're gonna come back like the, I feel like See, they're literally going to come back season four, episode one. They're going to be like, hey, what a crazy year, right? <laughs> yeah, like, like just we gonna... totally forgot what happened last year and we're okay with that. <laughs> like that's what's like, going to happen fuck. season four, episode one. <laughs> like, I, yeah, seriously. They're just going to explain themselves. Anyway, so uh, she has this killer, a serial killer gene. And uh, Edgar says, we're going to put you through therapy and we're going to fix you. So he puts her in this room. And while he's like hip, kind of like she's like mid hypnosis, she ends up in this dark room and she sees like 
the dark version of herself and so she's talking i to wish they had dark person. betty there that would have been really cool like I miss with that the bitch. wig yeah i miss her i really do miss, <laughs> I miss her, her. <laughs> like i like her more than like this this betty like in this like realm this or betty yeah so she says some interesting things she was like um you're you're the one that killed our cat when we were younger and you're the one that pushed Polly down the stairs. And she says something really fucked up where she says, you are a part of me. I'm not a part of you. Yeah. You're a part of me. You're the illusion. So she's really like pushing this whole fact that Betty is dark and Betty needs to deal with her darkness. And clearly um, that's a big situation for you her know to what? deal with. This, so Betty's like, what the fuck is happening? This this scene and this whole story, like it was really crazy and it was written really well, but I almost kind of wish it happened yeah. last season when we were going through all of that with Betty yeah. of like questioning her and like questioning the black hood and like which one's the dark one. For and, sure. Like it would have kind of fit better at that point. And now I'm just like, but she's not evil. Like she's still good. She's not dark anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so cool like now. I just felt like it was a little too late to have this conversation. Agreed. So she, um, so anyway, anyway, Edgar just tells her like, we can fix this. We can do something about it. But then she's talking to, um, uh, Shoni and Kevin and Fangs at one point, they're all like having lunch and, uh, Fangs is like sore. He's like, Oh, my side is like hurting. And she's like, what happened to you? And he's like, there is this like physical purge they do to your body to like, get rid of all the shit in your body to like re like make you reborn and like you're like you suffer physically so then emotionally you can like be okay and uh like already betty's sketching out and then she sees kevin's scar and it's like a full out scar like it looks like they literally did an operation on him yeah slash like pulled out his kidneys as soon as i saw that i was like there's taking kidneys and they're harvesting them 100 like that's the first also, thing that where came the to my fuck mind is tom keller like why is he not looking for his son why hasn't like just none of, just none of this connects none of it connects at all yeah yeah we can't ask those questions anymore so yeah i asked the question are they taking kidneys sure enough that's what happens at the end of the episode but before that happens um this is when betty puts the candle wax in her ears because she's still like sketched out thank god for betty and her intuition because like without her intuition she would be fucked so she goes back in to talk to edgar but this time she puts the earwax in her ears and then he tries to hypnotize her but this time she's like aware of herself he puts her in the room and then she sees herself again talking and then i was like oh she actually is like fucking seeing some shit but then when you get a closer look it's fucking Polly paul yeah. out here acting dresses like betty, betty. I was like, you fucking, this fucking bitch. bitch, honestly, you psychopath. Like, she's actually crazy. She's actually crazy. And I'm yeah. like, is this is this all because Betty pushed you down the stairs like when you guys were kids? Like, holy crap. And like, like don't that's forget. Don't forget. Like last year when we were going through this thing with Betty, we did question Polly. We're like, what if it's not yeah. Betty that has this gene? It's it's Polly. And honestly, it's it looks like that's probably the case. Now. It looks like, yeah, Polly's like the cricket one yeah. for sure. Like, she's got issues 100%. Yeah. I don't even care. She's being brainwashed by freaking thing. Like, that is her coming for her sister really hard. And at this point, if they don't, like, kill Polly off or jail her or something, like, this show's whack even like, more. Like, imagine Polly killed Jason or, like, has something to do with Jason's death just so she could go to the farm. Yeah. I can see that. You know? But at the same t- But apparently he ain't dead. So I don't fucking yeah. know what's happening yeah. anymore. So anyway. Um... So it turns out that it's her. Uh, that was kind of a gag moment, actually. I was kind of shocked that so, it happened. And I was like, so wow, if what a she's- bitch. And she doesn't even... she Like, the one thing that I will say that doesn't happen in this episode, she doesn't confront Polly. She doesn't say, like, you psychopath yeah. bitch. I can't believe you made me think I was crazy this whole time. And it was you pushing me to be this crazy person. Like, I want to have that confrontation by the end of the season. Because I don't want to see Polly's face ever again. <laughs> Like um, I'm over her. Do you, so what's happening with with Betty and Polly? Is that what's happening with Alice seeing like Charles and stuff? You think? Yeah, but then who's playing Charles? Is it like maybe it's just is like it like J- Jason in a blonde wig or like, like some like, like yeah maybe it's like what's his face Edgar in like a blonde wig or something like or he's already blonde, <laughs> or like but. maybe he's like an a- true like maybe he because it's in the shadows right so you don't get to really like see what they look like and what he does when he hypnotizes them is he makes them think that it's them anyway so 
he can say whatever and exactly. he can just kind of look like him exactly. so it makes sense to me and that's fucked up that's really fucked up so um so that's like the first gag that betty finds out um and then it cuts to like the secondary cast talking to betty again and betty's like i think she's like he's hypnotizing all of us and he's doing something and uh cheryl's like cool but like you have no proof so like, get the fuck out of here and she's like oh you want to and find like proof? she was down for I'm hypnotism cheryl's like proof. yeah i get hypnotized like it's so late like i love it so like yeah. they were okay with everything that was happening yeah i mean hypnotherapy like to her defense hypnotherapy it's, is a real thing exactly, that people do yeah and it's not like crazy like they don't cut your organs out or anything yeah. so it's not a bad thing but yeah at the same time betty isn't really coming to her with like real solid evidence so i understand why like Cheryl's like get the fuck out of here so um that's her like goal now so then she sees Evelyn at one point um earlier in the episode but this is the main thing when she goes into her room and she sees Evelyn and she's connected to like some machine and so she's talking to her and she's like what are you doing in here like what are you doing with it like this machine and Evelyn's like I'm on dialysis and as soon as I heard dialysis I was like kidneys kidneys they're they're stealing the kidneys so obviously yeah. Betty put the same connection together. She was like, "Oh, those kidneys are for you, isn't it? Like you're the one that's like getting all the like, the kidney transplants." But she's like, "They can't be harvesting all of the kidneys for you." And so she was like, "I'm going to like find this out." And Evelyn does say one thing that kind of intrigued me. She's like, "It's not what you think. Like it's not like that." Yeah. And I'm like, "What does she mean by that? Does she mean that there's like a greater purpose to all this? Like is she actually believing that her husband slash uh you know father is a good person and like she's been brainwashed to be thinking that it was a good thing like i don't know what did you think of her saying like it's not like that betty it's not yeah, like that because i don't know what it could be like how does this how does this get flipped to where it's actually a good thing or like yeah exactly it's not what it seems i don't know like we're pretty deep into it at this point we have a lot of answers and like i just can't imagine it being a good thing i don't know for sure. The one thing that I will say with Betty is like she took so many op- opportunities to like sleuth into the farm and she literally just walks into Evelyn's room and she's like, oh, you're on a dialysis machine. Oh, there's a connection here. Like it was almost like why wasn't Evelyn put like why wasn't she hidden, hidden. away from exactly. everybody? Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Like why could why could she even just walk into her room, just waltz into her room and be like, hey, how's it going? You know what I mean? And I will say the one thing I will say is if we do want to connect this to these cults and Scientologists and the fact that she couldn't do vaccines also in Scientology, you can't get. Oh, wait, maybe that's Jehovah's Witnesses. But there is (laughs) like you're not allowed to get transplants in some religions. Right. Because there's like a like there's a big thing about that. But maybe that's not Scientology. Yeah. Anyway, Scientology, I think moving on. Maybe Scientology is more like medicines. Like they they don't want you to take medication. Right. But also, that could apply Fair. to dialysis too. I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, so she finds this room and it's filled with like all these frozen kidneys, and she finds out that they're harvesting kidneys to, I guess, sell them on the black market. I'm like, wow. So, what did you think of that reveal of the storyline? I mean, yeah. I mean, that was pretty obvious after that after we saw her. But what if they're harvesting them for like charity or something? Because could that be possible? I mean, <laughs> I feel like if you're going to harvest for charity, then you might as well tell the people you're taking the yeah. things from for charity. Right? Like it's for know. charity. Like get rid of your kidneys for like they're taking kidneys, healthy kidneys from unwilling like victims and selling them on the black market. Like that is some crazy bullshit. That's fucked up. Like they're yeah. teenagers. Like they're, these kids are not going to get their kidneys back. Like what the fuck? Like, I guess that's the price you pay for being stupid and gullible, Kevin and Fangs. But, like, they literally are scarred for life. Like, literally. Anyway, so um, so after that happens, she goes straight to uh, Cheryl's room with, with the fucking kidney. And all the while, she's on the phone with, I think Jughead calls her and he's like, oh, by the way, the fucking... A gargoyle king is Jason and Betty's like cool cool I got another situation going on so I'm gonna go right now because I gotta deal with this situation Yeah, I didn't what did you think of her reaction like I thought that him handing her that information right away while she's dealing with this big situation was kind of like why why let her not like sit with that moment you know with him yeah I don't know you know what I mean yeah I, I, also like, just, I don't know why they didn't. I don't know. I they, I feel like they're just like on such opposite missions too. Like, yeah, it's true. It's, it's so hard. I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, so she goes to Cheryl and then she she shows her the kidney and she's like, oh shit, like Tony's about to do her a procedure right now. I need to save her. So Betty's like, okay, cool. You go get Tony. I'm going to go and find Fangs and like get, get them the fuck out of here. So while... Uh, Cheryl is going to get um, Tony, which was like one of my favorite scenes because it was so hilarious to watch. It was so like funny. she's like, she's like, "Don't touch my girlfriend!" And she's like holding a little tiny knife, and she like pushes the card away, and the music is playing. It was just really fun to watch. Um, and then it shows Betty go to see Kevin and Fangs, and she's like, she doesn't sell it as well as she did to, to Cheryl. No, like. <laughs> She doesn't, like, show the kidney. She's not like, yo, there's a kidney here. Like, this is crazy. But also they're being super aggressive. And Kevin's like, no, stop being such a detractor. Girl, get over here. You have to stop this now. So, like, at this point, he's basically zombified. Like, he doesn't listen to her. And Fangs and him like chase her and thankfully for all of us they both get kicked in the nuts for like one second which i was like let me at least clap for this and let me have this moment where she kicks him in the nuts because they both fucking deserve it i hope they both never have children because they're the worst people in the world yeah um and still they grab her and they catch her and they're like this girl is trying to like do something grab her so they catch betty and then um cutting back to cheryl she lets uh tony escape and then she gets the people to get kind of get distracted so she can run away um so cheryl gets caught and then um tony escapes so why did she why couldn't she just escape with her i didn't understand that like she definitely had time to jump out I know, but I think it was just, well, for one, it's more of a dramatic moment for one of them to get saved in the next episode. But at the same time, I think it's just because um, Cheryl was able to, like, fight everybody off instead of them going after Tony as well. You know what I mean? So, like, she had more time technically to run away. But I'm like, couldn't you guys have played this a little bit more quieter? Like, you found the stuff and then you guys can, like, leave in the morning when, like, it's daytime and people can help you. And, like, why did it all have to happen at nighttime in the dead-ass middle of the night where no one can help you out yeah anyways so tony's running away um i'm sure we're gonna get like a breakout scene maybe with veronica finally like veronica and tony like breaking in together um with like no clothes on because that's usually what happens and i feel like uh, we've done this before like even even tony yes we have helped (laughs) betty do this like we've done this guys oh my god we have we literally have done it from the sisters of quiet mercy do not forget that we literally have done it from the sisters of quiet mercy already so it's like just happening all over again just with different people so um it cuts to edgar and he's about to operate on betty and um she's like i saw the truth and I'm like, dude, Lily Reinhardt's acting be... is fucking amazing, man. Like, it this is. This girl it was is so amazing. Good. Yeah. It was so good. But in this I will moment. say, the one thing that frustrated me was, girl, I know that you're like wanting to tell him that you know the whole secret, but maybe don't tell him while you're literally yeah. on the operating <laughs> yeah. table about to get your like ass like handed to you. Like he could kill you under the knife. Like. He could basically kill you and he'd be totally fine with that because I'm you're just telling so him mad. that he's going to ex- be exposed. I'm just so mad at Alice. Like, I'm so fucking mad at Alice as a mother. Yeah, like, how could same. you leave your daughter into this, like, situation? Look what's happening to her. Yeah. Like, you have no idea what's going on. You've brought her into this. Like, I'm so disappointed in some of these characters. that, like, I honestly, this is what I mean. Like, I can't see them coming back and, like, redeeming yeah. themselves. Like, they've just gone so far into these crazy storylines and it's just like embarrassing as a mother like that you did that to your daughter like she's on a freaking operating table now like like so fucking rude if she wasn't traumatized before she's gonna be fucked now like going into season four this girl's gonna be like messed up yeah 100 percent. so that is the episode guys we finally got through it thank you i'm gonna clap for both of us good job and yeah thank you Um, jlag for honestly like keeping track (laughs) of that shit because i i was so lost I'm like still in the Varchi yeah. moment. I was like, yes, Varchi. <laughs> Veggie. <Yeah. laughs> um, anyway, let's get into we do, some should we talk conversation about twi- points. Should we talk about Twitter comments now or after? Yeah, let's talk about them right now. Okay. So first we got one from at Tina Hoven who says, I've defended Kevin through good and bad decisions, poor and no storylines, but I need to know Kevin had an organ removed and he still loves the farm. How does he get free? How does he come back from this? 
It's and true. Then she's like it's true. And yeah. she even tagged uh, RAS in that. Damn, Tina, yeah. those are fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Um, we also have a comment from one of our uh, patrons, Tamala. Yep. And yeah. Tamala's a pretty like lit Riverdale fan. But this week, this Ooh. week, Tamala's got the tea. She goes, okay. If you guys want to rip it apart, I won't complain this time. This may be my least favorite episode of the entire series. I did laugh so hard at Ethel quoting Star Wars and the Boy Scouts chasing Jughead. But other than that, this episode made me feel horrible. The farm is so evil. I hate Polly and Alice now. I hated then trying to bring out Dark Betty. I don't like the Archie boxing storyline and it is every episode with no end in sight. And I hate... The Betty in Danger cliffhanger. I'm on the fence about Jason being the GK. We'll see. Mm, Damn. Thank you, Tamala. Whew. That is some That's, real words yeah, out there. Sh- yeah. We appreciate it. You know what? It um, does It does sound like a lot of the comments that we are getting on Twitter. Like, people are just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, it, it does sure. sound like that. And I will agree. I will agree with her that I don't like that they left Betty on a cliffhanger because it feels a lot like what they did to Jughead last season, right? With him almost yes, dying at yes. the end of the episode, and then we're like, "Oh my god, he's dead!" And then the next episode, he's totally fine. Like, don't be surprised, Tamala, if by episode, you know, the final season, like she's gonna be back in her room and she's gonna be totally fine because that's exactly what happened to freaking Jughead. Yeah, last season. we also got an interesting tweet from at uh, Michelle. At the top of the hour, and she was like, as a nurse, I can confirm we do not test for serial killer genetics when someone is admitted with a concussion. Okay? She's like, also, it's not possible to purchase a town. Like, yeah. Like, thank you. Like, yeah. do they test for serial killer genes? Like, what the fuck? That's man? so funny. We got some really great we got comments. Some good someone comments, was saying. Yeah. Someone was uh, at very lovely LJ said, I wouldn't have come gone back for Fangs of Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah screw sorry. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are some really good ones. Um, at Michelle Lee says, how are they going to explain the dead body and the shooting video and FP disposing of the body we saw in season one, though? Great points. I mentioned them a little bit earlier, too. Somebody says a triplet and a doctored video, maybe. And I'm like, oh, my God, a triplet? Fucking What? Um, somebody else uh, at Nancy uh, River Drew says, is Jason actually alive and how? What organs does Betty no longer have? Is Cheryl okay? Why is the farm doing all those harvests? Is Al- Alice dying like Evelyn? Why is everyone talking about Ascension? What happened to Riverdale season one? <laughs> <laughs> Literally me every week. Are- me every, every week. <laughs> somebody asked, this is a great one. Do we think that Edgar Evernever is a warlock with ties to Greendale? <laughs> also, what are your Ooh. thoughts on the Forced Fangs Kevin relationship? So, in terms of Edgar being a warlock, I would be down for it, but it still doesn't mean like doesn't make any sense as to why he's harvesting organs from teenage children. Um, as to uh, what are our thoughts on the Force Fangs and Kevin relationship? Well, if you listen to probably this entire season, you'll know exactly how I feel about <laughs> Kevin's love yeah. life and how I feel about him getting forced into these ridiculous storylines with boys. I think they're stupid. There's just uh, sorry. But, I'm just I'm just reading these other tweets and I'm like, damn, people are pissed. People are pissed. Um, so that is our discussion points. Why don't we get into our recap roundups? Best, best moment. moment. All right, my best moment. I think uh, I know I hated on uh, Cami Mendez's version of this, but I'm gonna give it to the daddy lessons slash fight sequence. I did enjoy it. Yeah, it was pretty decent. I mean, like I said, I feel like it's very like cookie cutter at this point to see a fight over a song, um, but. Yeah, I'll take it. I think it was a cool fight scene. It was. Um, it was shot really, really well. Like I think, and as unbelievable as the situation was, like an adult fighting a kid, I definitely think that just based on the stakes and what it all meant to Hiram versus Archie, it was an important thing to watch. Like I think that we wouldn't have wanted to see it go down any other way, just because like literally, if Archie's fighting career has all been for him to get to this point, then. 
uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, it would have been cool to see like Archie okay. knock out Hiram. Like, it, like Archie hasn't won a single fight. I don't sure. think. Like, other than killing that old but guy. Also, like, he hasn't really done anything. It would have been embarrassing for Hiram as well that's as true. for Marquinhos to get his ass kicked <laughs> by true. a teenager. <laughs> like, he probably yeah, but then his the ass got arrested like, by I his swear daughter. You guys. <laughs> And yeah, then his daughter true. arrested him like 10 seconds later. So I'm like, what's more embarrassing? Like, I don't know. This guy's getting trashed on. My best moment's going to go to Cheryl and Tony running away. I really like that cute. sequence. Yeah, I it thought cute. it was it was cute. And it was really funny to watch. Like, I don't know why. I was just laughing the entire time. It wasn't like scary. It wasn't like, oh my God, are they going to get away? It was like, these girls are jokes. Yeah, like, they're such jokes. a mess. They're fucking Tony's messes over bent. here. Like, fucking Tony um, <laughs> is crazy. I'll ask you here though. And I'm like, I'm surprised you're not bringing it up. Like, I think I would have loved to see that go to Kevin. Like, like, he has been such a waste and it would have been honestly if he had done that like if Betty had convinced him to dip and he saved yeah. someone else like he saved Cheryl or agree. saved both Tony and Cheryl like oh my god it would have redeemed Kevin for the entire season for the entire the season entire but he season. didn't they he couldn't, couldn't do even, that no they couldn't give him that he couldn't even try he's no. gonna be a detractor he's gonna like, literally he's gonna abuse be... Betty and like push her to the floor and tie her up that's, yeah. what, that's what he's gonna do cool. I just think that was messed up I don't I don't know what they're gonna do to make his character redeem because that's the thing at the end of the day he is the only gay character like male gay character on the show it is such an embarrassment I'm, I'm gonna say but that very officially beyond... and very strongly he's fucking embarrassing as a character as a person as a representative of the LGBT community like I just think that he's such a fucking fail of a character on this yeah. show and I don't know what it re- was gonna take for him to actually have a storyline that's inspiring a storyline yeah. that makes any Impressive. sense and a storyline that doesn't involve like him trying to suck a guy's dick like maybe give him one of those and I'll I'll get back yeah, on track right. with Kevin but please find find something redeeming in Kevin WTF moment WTF moment I think has to go to Betty having the serial killer gene because I was just like what the fuck yeah. is going on <laughs> I was like okay let's move on um, my WTF moment is obviously going to go to Jason not being dead because it literally yeah. was a WTF yeah, yeah, for moment sure. For sure. and like WTF not in a good way like WTF as in like <laughs> why the why the F it's like, usually not, been that all season <laughs> MVP <laughs> Um, Who's your MVP? My MVP is going to go to Betty Cooper. Man, this girl Betty just Coops. fucking slays it like every week. Yeah, like she's true. so like, yeah, Veronica slays, but like Veronica slays, but like in an annoying way. Like Betty just like, <laughs> she just, Betty just, she's so good. She really is so amazing. She I really, want to see so really much coming. more of her storyline. Like she deserves everything. Lily Reinhardt, amazing, amazing. Yeah. Going back to that really quickly, and I know that this is like a little bit off a, of a tangent because mine, my uh, MVP is Jughead, and I just want to say that these characters separately are like they are killing it. Like Betty's doing her own thing and she's killing it. Veronica's doing her own thing and she's kind of killing it in her own world. Jughead's, you know, s- succeeding in his own merits as well, discovering the Gargoyle King and all that kind of stuff too. But I just wish that I could see these characters all in one place fighting for the same thing you know what i mean like when are they gonna sit around pops and like to catch up she, he's gonna be like thing, i, I found out who the gargoyle king yeah. is like she's gonna be like oh yeah i got like kidnapped to sisters of quiet mercy and veronica's like i took down my father like their storylines are so major there's such big storylines for one teenager to take on or two teenagers to take on i would it would make so much more sense if they all work together toward one final goal which is exactly what happened in the jason blossom storyline right like by the end of it they all that's came what together it is that's why it all, it all made sense because the, there, there was the whole crew kind of working together sometimes separately but really for the same mission for the same yeah. you know case and and it worked I think they gotta change their template. I get that that was twelve episodes and this is twenty two. Sure. I get that, but you gotta change it up. This is not working. Like people are, are saying it. This is there's way too many plots going on at the same time. It's just our yeah. characters are way too far apart, and it's just it's gotten too big. Someone's gotta change, y'all. Something's gotta change. Yeah. y'all better you gotta hire like me and Jay like basically to write the show because like there yeah. just is no other way at this point. LVP. My LVP is gonna be Kevin. I seriously don't think I can slam him any harder than I just did, so I'm not gonna go in a little even more. But you guys know how I feel about him. R.I.P. Kevin in my books. I just can't with him right now. Yeah, he's a fail. Yeah. Um, Who's your LVP? My LVP, I think, is gonna go to Mommy Alice. Like she really, Ooh, she's hurting yeah. me. Like she's really hurting me. Uh, 
she was one of my favorite she was my favorite mom like i loved her and her story with fp was getting so interesting like all of that serpent stuff was so good for her like yeah getting to her roots and like getting to her background and like i love that alice and this alice is just i don't know who she is I don't know what she's done to her daughter. Like, she doesn't even give a shit about Betty. Like, it's just... She fucked it She's up. so far off, like, who she's supposed to be. And I just... I hate it. I hate all of it. The, the best, best line. line. My best line was Archie in the beginning to Veronica. And he's like, yeah, Ronnie, your dad sucks. Like, the way know, he, the way he like, said it was true. so cute. My best line is uh, from Veronica telling her dad in the jail. She says, I'll leave you with this parting thought. I won. And I was like, all right, Khaleesi, come through. I don't know if you won, like, but okay, cool. Like, she won for now, but you also lost your dad, so. Yeah. Who's the real winner here? Who is the real winner here? Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go to our people's. Uh, we have a, uh, we got some roundups from at Postmaster Radio who said um, his best moment was the boxing fight. His WTF moment was the Betty and Farm storyline and the Gargoyle King reveal, both of them. Uh, his MVP was Betty. His LVP was Reggie for ruining what? Archie's moment near oh, the end. Okay. And getting back together with Ronnie. So you got a fighter out here coming for your veginess Damn. life. Um, best line is going to Archie's mom telling him <laughs> that Archie is endgame. <laughs> uh, so you're not going to like what I said about that <laughs> a little bit earlier in the episode. Um, that is our episode, guys. Next episode is the season freaking finale of season yes! three. Yes! <laughs> Already? Aw, shucks. Aw, shucks. Um, yeah, really looking forward to the season being over. I'm really looking for that red Are you? reset button. Are you, Jayla? Yes, I'm looking for I'm looking for the red reset button for sure. <laughs> um, so hopefully we can get uh, like everything closed off this season, so nothing bleeds on to next season, and we can just start fresh with season four. Um, and that's it. So a few announcements. The first one is we want to thank our patrons of the episode, our lit rewinders, Tina and Sarge, Serena and Kate. And our mommy rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamla, and Taya. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you'll get access to all things recap, rewind, exclusive contest, content, and updates. And be sure yes. to stick around because May 16th at 8 p.m. Eastern time, we are doing a video live chat on our Patreon. So it's exclusive to only our Patreon members. You can join. It's not that expensive, mm-hmm. but you can join. You can yeah. join us. It's We're going to have like a, basically a season wrap party on Thursday um, discussing the episode, discussing the season finale, the whole season. Um, so, season. yeah, and it's going to be yeah. a video live stream. So it's like our first ever video live stream. Yeah. Live. Like so showing off faces on stairs. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun if you guys want to recap the, the season with us for sure. Yeah, I'm really excited to to meet you guys and talk to you guys through it. So, yeah, make sure you guys check us out on Patreon.com. Um, and also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our other socials, our Instagram, our Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. And also make sure you guys can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, make sure you guys are reviewing, and comment to stay engaged with us here at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.